Achini had no idea how long she had lain there, cold and bruised and bedraggled. Her clothes were torn and every inch of her body ached. She tried to focus on where she was, but all she could hear were the wild horses in her head, racing past, and voices, so many voices that she did not know, calling to her, telling her that she must get onto her feet and move. They warned her that the bad storm would worsen and that she must stay alive. No, I want to die, Ashini whimpered. Images of Pamun flashed before her, and she reached out to her mother. If only she had the strength to stand, she could have walked towards her. She slowed her breathing and dug her fingers into the grass, dragging herself towards the vision of Pamun. She tried to get up on her hands and knees, but did not have the strength. There was a sharp pain in her arm. She fell back onto the grass, her mouth open, drinking in the rain. In her mind, she heard Pamun calling to her again. Hashini, come on now. You have to go home. Her thoughts were jumbled, for she was certain that Pamun had gone to live in the spirit world and wondered if she had joined her there. Maybe it was her time to join her ancestors of long ago. Ashini imagined herself among them, dancing in the northern sky. She relaxed, moulding her body to the earth, and the pain seemed to vanish. At the sound of her mother's voice again, she reached her hand upwards to take Pamun's in hers, but her mother stepped away. Ashini crawled nearer, and Pamun moved away again. Ashini cried out, "'Mother, please help me. I, I'm so cold. I hurt, and I'm so tired.' She heard the reply, "'This is not your time. You can't rest now. You have much to do. Follow the horses.' Pamun and Ashini continued in that manner, Ashini creeping closer and closer to Pamun, only for her to move away again. Ashini, in her confusion, wondered why her mother was encouraging her to move closer, only then to sidestep when Ashini neared. It would be so easy to slip into the spirit world. Or was this what it was like with the spirits, a struggle to find one's place? She wanted to rest, but Pamun would not allow that. Follow the horses, Ashini heard her say again. She listened, but she had no idea where to go because she could no longer hear the horses. Then she heard the other voices again, women's voices. She pressed her hand to her head. It pained her. It seemed that there were too many voices, too many people telling her what to do. Ashini dragged her body across the rain-soaked grass, and when she could not advance any further, she lay there, willing death. Then she heard her mother's voice again, this time adamantly denying her passage into the spirit world. You're not ready. You have much to learn. You have far to go. And you have a great deal to teach. I want to be with you, mother. I, I'm ready to dance the dance of our ancestors. Ashini wept as she dragged herself with one arm, crawling over grass and twigs that cut into her hands, elbows and legs. She again reached out for her mother, trying to grab Pamun's hand, but once again she was just out of reach. Ashini doggedly crept towards her again. "'It's not your time,' Pamun said. "'You must return to the land of the living. Your time will come. It's not now.' Ashini took a deep breath and blinked. Her mother was gone. 
Please, mother, I, I need your help, Ashini pleaded, and when she tried to move, the gravel at the edge of the road ground into her face. Pamboon's voice came to her from far, far away. Follow the horses. They will lead you to safety. Ashini wept and looked up into the pouring rain. There were no horses to follow, only sheets of rain, and she was all alone on a country road, somewhere not known to her.